You're listening to a little nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Moracle. With me, as always, the wacko and dot to my yakko, Sean Keller. I think we should tell everyone about the countries of the world, Joe. And Mike Pareto. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too. This episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to you in part by Clorox 3 Drinkable Bleach (laughs) It cleans like bleach It smells like bleach It tastes like bleach Because it is bleach (laughs) Clorox 3 Drinkable Bleach Drink bleach (laughs) (laughs) And also by Pickle Brothers Scalding Hot Mayonnaise. (laughs) Guaranteed to remain at a temperature of at least 400 degrees Fahrenheit forever. (laughs) Or your money back. Pickle Brothers Screaming Hot Mayonnaise. (laughs) The bread is toasting from inside the sandwich. I love it. <sighs> so the universe. <laughs> let me. Let me. Uh, I, I think I'm the most qualified person here to start this conversation. Uh, I agree. This uh, <laughs> this Nobel Prize winning nerd apparently just just like wrote on a napkin today that uh, there uh, is evidence that Big Bang uh, or that uh, black holes have evaporated, uh, insinuating that the Big Bang. Uh, was a much more recent event and not the first event to happen. Not by a long shot, right? Am I understanding this correctly? That is basically... Yeah, that's basically what he said, yeah. That's That's, crazy. uh, It's pretty close, yeah. So So I guess guess he he found some evidence of uh, the kind of radiation that would be left behind from... Black holes having evaporated, and uh, takes a really long time for a black hole to evaporate. Like uh, I can imagine, at least four hours. <laughs> at least four hours. <laughs> if it's longer than four octors, four four hours, call your doctor. I'm pretty no, sure. But like, uh, so the un- the universe is. Uh, f- we think it's like thirteen or fourteen uh, billion, billion years old, right? right. Which is what fourteen times ten to the ninth power? Yes, or or one point four times ten to the ninth power, something like that. Right. Welcome so, to a little math. <laughs> so uh, we'll wait until well, we get our TI eighty fives out. <laughs> I'm using that notation because, like, the only way to describe the age of an evaporated black hole is to is to use the number of zeros that 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 follow the one, 
And right. you're talking you're talking about like between sixty and a hundred zeros. So for for wait, hang it's on. like the average. It's like the average Yelp review. Slow down, slow down. You're, that's hilarious, Joe. But hang on, slow down. You're you're talking sixty to hundred <laughs> zeros for this new theory, right? You're not talking about in in thirteen billion. There's not that many zeros, right? <sighs> no, no. There's there's nine. <laughs> there's nine zeros. In third, in third, right. after the number thirteen, I just wanted to make sure for our listeners. And I'm, what I'm saying is yeah, that for the, for I, the I'm listeners. not. This is not the new. <laughs> this is not a new theory. What I'm saying is that it yeah. takes. It takes a according to the math, depending on the mass of the black hole, it can take like between one times ten to the sixtieth and one times ten to the hundredth power years for a black hole to evaporate. So if if we have evidence of even just one having evaporated, then at least that black hole was a was around way before the Big Bang. Way, 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 like an unfathomable. And presumably, because of time there was before. a black yeah. hole, uh, there were also other things. Sure. Yeah. Let me right. ask you this. Let me ask you this: Is in terms of being able to look for and identify the type of radiation? That an evaporating black hole would emit. It's called it's called Hawking radiation. Oh okay. yes, go on. Named after so, Stephen Hawking. So, so is that is that something that I'm guessing we have observed, and so we know exactly what that looks like, or is that all theoretical? We do know what it looks like, yes, because it the, used to be theoretical. The way a black hole works, dismissed. right? Yeah. So Hawking essentially uh, theorized that black holes uh, lose mass over time because there's so the gravity of a black hole creates so much energy that it actually creates matter and shoots matter out of its poles because energy and matter are the same thing uh, equals MC squared. And it's with a certain amount of energy, uh, you know, you can get matter basically. Um, so black holes over time they lose matter. Some of it and falls back into the black hole. Some of it goes out into space, and it takes it just takes a really long time for the for the for for there to be any substantial loss of mass. Let me ask you both a, a simple question: what what powers a black hole? <laughs> like what? You're, what what causes all of this energy? Like is is a black well, hole? Well, Sean, what what, what powers a star? What what well, powers the star? A, oh, I thought you said a car. I was going to say an engine. A star. What powers the star? I don't know. I don't know. God. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so ba- basically, it's uh, uh, really the, the the driving force is gravity. So you have a lot of matter. Wait, is that the actual answer then? Yes, it is. Okay. It's gravity. <laughs> okay. And the matter, the matter, uh, depending on how much of it there is, there's more gravity, and it's kind of a compounding effect. And as the matter collapses on itself, it, uh, in a star anyway, it starts the process of fusion, which releases a bunch of energy. Uh, if there's enough mass, and if there's if there's even more mass, you can get a black hole, eventually. Man. So the matter just it collapses and collapses and collapses until. Until you have a, a black hole, which is basically so, like a super, it's a super duper star, basically. So like you're it's saying, not, it, you're you saying can't it, see it because there's so much gravity that it sucks the light back in, but. Yeah, light, light can't escape. On its poles, it's actually shooting out a whole bunch of, 
shit. So you're saying it does matter. All of this matters. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because when I read this, <laughs> when I read this article, I thought to myself, my God, if, if the universe really is that old, then truly none of this matters. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we're just like, we're it's a, like such a this tiny is, blip. Yeah, like like we were a tiny blip before, right? <laughs> but now it's like even it's more astronomical it's, than it was. Now, right, now, yeah. <laughs> it might very well be true that the universe itself is the blip. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Or incomprehensibly insignificant in terms. This is of all. The- this is all so meaningless. Why are we even doing this podcast? <laughs> I thought the podcast was meaningless why before. Not? All right, guys, I'll see you later. (laughs) I'm going to go hang myself. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, God. So, so Joe, though, you uh, I know you believe strongly and I've read before. You're not the only person who has this theory. I I want to before expanding and all right. Yeah. yeah. Before you say this, I want to add that I actually also hold this belief. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've had this discussion. It's not there's there, there hasn't really been science. To support it, it's just kind of an intuitive belief that yeah, yeah it just kind I've of makes sense. for a long time. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll intro it, but Joe, I think you can speak more to it. the The idea that the universe has been expanding and contracting uh, just continually for for a way longer time than even that black hole evaporated. For sure, since the dawn of time, <laughs> because eternity is a very very <laughs> long time. <laughs> Joe, why don't you explain to the to the fine folks at home? It just always made more sense to me that uh, the universe, at least in any way that matters, is infinite. What, granted, something doesn't make more sense than nothing. But why would there be a beginning? What you can't have a beginning without something before it. It's all relative. Sure. So it just made more sense to me that if everything. Uh, blows up and expands that eventually uh, the energy would run out, gravity would take over, everything would get drawn back in together and it would just all explode again. Uh, yeah. Like a, <laughs> like one of those fucking color screensavers that just keeps exploding and, and drifting outwards until it contracts back. For those of you that were born before... 1995 that you know what joe's talking about (laughs) (laughs) that's true screensaver for our our, our younger (laughs) listeners it's like uh something cool that that tiktok selena gomez said or (laughs) so screensavers that's like a really really narrow strip of time that that screensaver (laughs) like you're talking about during the time when we had CRT monitors on <laughs> relatively advanced computers. So it's yeah, like it was like a six year period of time. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was like Not, 1993 through 2002. <laughs> <laughs> and there were some Although really cool I, screensavers. There, there, there were uh, <laughs> the tubes. I, I think, I think my phone should have one because I have screen burning on my phone. Really? Good God! Yeah, my uh, my 
my alarm clock app is screen burned into the phone because it takes so long to wake me up. Oh my god, that's that's that reminds Dear me god. of that reminds me of my buddy Ron. On uh, you guys know Ron. On he, he has a stand up bit about how he's so broke that the empty light on his car burnt out because he would wait until the light was on for like you know 20 miles and then he would put two dollars of gas in so <laughs> he, pulled, just, he pulled a kramer past the slash <laughs> yes and it, it went to empty so often that the actual light bulb burnt out <laughs> that's that's what i hear when i hear the screen burn in on an alarm <laughs> i find yeah, that it's, that, it's that, that is, level of sad that's amazing to me like do you set your alarm like like hours before you have to get up two in the morning no <laughs> He sets no, it to I... go off as he goes to sleep. <laughs> I, I'm going to go to sleep with the alarm going off every 20 minutes. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna take eight hours to wake me up. Just can't get a restful sleep these days. I don't know what it is, Doc. <laughs> uh, I, have a, I have a smart alarm connected to my watch that uh, detects like what it tries to detect what phase of sleep I'm in and, and wake me up when I'm relatively awake. Uh, it says, "Oh, Joe's which in is Scotch phase. <laughs> we're gonna mute. <laughs> we're gonna snooze this alarm for a while." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it will go off anywhere from uh, a half hour to ninety minutes before I need to leave for work, but it takes a good thirty to forty minutes to rouse me, regardless <laughs> of the phase I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing to me. <laughs> But wait, wait, we got we got slightly off track though. So the universe. <laughs> yeah, the universe only exists when I'm asleep, and once I wake up, all of you are going to cease to <laughs> well, no, exist. So, but so you're saying that like so I think it makes sense. Like people think about the Big Bang and they're like, oh, that's when everything started. And it's like, well, no, what if like what if the answer is just that it has always been? And so it's been you know growing and then shrinking and growing and shrinking. Mm -hmm. uh, and and so the Big Bang is just the most recent uh, explosion in our history, but that was and, still right, right, fourteen billion years ago. <laughs> it, it it sure seems to make a lot more sense than this unique event. Sure, yeah, this divine from, from event. nothing, yeah, from nothing, something like that doesn't. Yeah, if energy make any can sense. neither be created nor destroyed, then how was it created? Yeah, then a Big Bang really makes no sense. Well, it still makes sense, but only if it's part of a cycle where right. it's just no, it's no. Like I'm saying, I'm saying, yes, I'm He's saying, saying the if, Big Bang as ah, yes. as a, a, a beginning, right? Yeah, that makes no unless you subscribe to there being some sort of divine intervention. Well, no, I, I don't. I'm not going to say that's the only way that's possible, but I it certainly just makes more sense for everything always to have been than for there to have been a beginning because yeah. we don't have any evidence of there being beginnings for anything else. And, like and it's so just kind in, of right. And so in terms of the expansion, so operating under this assumption, let's say that our universe as we know it has been expanding and contracting and big banging for multiple cycles. We could be in cycle number two, or we could be in cycle number actually five, no, you, <laughs> five to the Google or whatever it is, I guess it, it, if the you're saying, of this black hole. If you're saying that there is a finite number of cycles, then you're saying that you're, you're acknowledging... Saying there's a beginning. 
that there is right. still that the Big Bang it, was still the beginning. So it doesn't. Well, shit. Yeah, if there's a if there's a <laughs> finite number of beginnings, it, there's no reason that this isn't the first one outside of this new evidence. Well, I guess what this is telling me then is that time is not linear. That that's what I get out of that because. I just, if I can't say that we're in cycle 24 or cycle 341, then time is Sean, meaningless. That's not true at all. Like, uh, how, no. if you look at a line, for example, uh, does it have a beginning or an end? Sure does. It, has it both. does not. No, no, that's, no. A, that's a line segment. Math- mathematically, it has no beginning or end. It extends in both directions to infinity. So why, why can't it be linear? It's literally linear. It's a line. <laughs> oh, God, I. Uh, Sean, I don't understand so, what's so difficult about understanding <laughs> that time reaches for infinity in both directions. We're just what's discussing so, what's so astrophysics. What's so hard to grasp about infinity, Sean? God, what's wrong with you? Get with the program, idiot! It's just, it's just so, it's just so stupid. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, it's not stupid. I, you it, heard it here, folks. Sean Keller says the universe <laughs> and infinity is stupid. No, it's not. It's just it, it really is one of those things where if we all got if not we, but if the smartest people in history got together in a room and they said, we so figured it out, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like. Well, now what? Uh, nothing. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't actually. We, we can't do anything actually, with it. Actually, there's a there's there's a great episode of Futurama about that. Uh, <laughs> Is there really? Well, I certainly don't want to hear about that. Drink the, five the, if the you're playing the a little nonsense drinking game at home. The, like has brought up Futurama. Professor <laughs> Professor Farnsworth, uh, he 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 finds a grand unified theory, and he gets real sad because he answered all the questions, and then Fry is like. But why is it that way instead of some other way? And the professor's like, gets happy again? That's a great question. Why is it this way and not another way? (laughs) Because, because of course, you know, there could be any number of universes with different rules. uh, Oh, man. That's That's another question. So that's, so if you, if you subscribe to the uh, multi, multiple universe, uh, what is it? There's a better name for that. It's a YouTube channel, yeah. The Multiverse, Multiple Universe YouTube Multiverse, channel. yeah. But if you subscribe to that, then then you're saying that there could be other universes that do not operate under an expansion contraction. Uh, maybe there, maybe there is no. one that started. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. May, no. What I'm saying is they might have they might have different rules of physics or something. I mean, it's possible that there's different, you know. Yeah, they might not have. They might not have light, for example. They might have blurg instead. Blurg, but but blurg <laughs> is not light. Blurg. No, it's something else entirely that we can't even wrap our minds around because it doesn't exist in this universe. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That's the first thing you've said all day. That's Happy made to sense to me. <laughs> Gosh, well, yeah, it is one of those things where, uh, like you said, Mike. I mean, in terms of how insignificant we are. Just kind of looking, like you look around at like, you know, dogs. Dogs are like one of the better animals or like smarter and like they seem to have, you know, emotions and and like they seem to be one of the more complex uh, organisms on Earth. But then you're like, well, that's just one of how many different organisms that are on the planet that are not of that level. And, you know, we are just humans. Like, yeah, we built these buildings and we like you know, made computers and shit, but 
we probably are just like nothing. Like it's just. I, I well, don't here, want to sound so depressing, but like we're just like one attempt out of literally infinite attempts at complex life, and we just so happen to like build roads. But in a few million, million years or what, or tomorrow, an asteroid's gonna smash into the planet and we'll be gone. Uh, well, those things that you mentioned are make us quite a bit different than anything else that's you, ever. You said a lot of stuff. I did. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. And, and most of it was just insane. <laughs> <laughs> those, that, those were the ramblings of well, a talk me, talk me off the talk me off the ledge then. I'm sorry. That's all the time we have for this segment. Over the last 10 years, Uber has become the most trusted name in modern ride sharing. From the Uber XL to the luxurious Uber Comfort, to our specialty rides like the Uber Wave for wheelchair users and the Uber Pet for dog lovers. But what if you're a shitload of clowns? (laughs) (laughs) The new Uber Big Top is a comically small sedan that fits anywhere from 6 to 37 clowns. Don't ask us how, that's a trade secret. What we can tell you is, whether you're headed to your job at the circus, celebrating an an objectively creepy bachelor party for your best clown pal, (laughs) or just carpooling with a bunch of other clowns that have been randomly summoned to your exact coordinates by some weird app on your phone, Uber Big Top is here for you. For all of you. All of you nightmarish, murderous clowns. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Uber Big Top. It's no joke. <laughs> nice callback on that one. <laughs> callback to episode four. <laughs> it was a very early one. Yes, that was like uh, yeah, that was like episode thirteen. We're rewarding our loyal listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope that's plural. <laughs> Our loyal. We're rewarding my mom. <laughs> We're basically rewarding the hey, Mrs. K. the a little nonsense version of Mel from Flight, <laughs> Flight of the Conquest. <laughs> exactly. She's got she's got fifteen accounts that she listens to us uh, from. I, w- I wish we had. I wish we had a Mel. That'd be great. <laughs> I do have. Uh, I I did. There's this guy that I'm Facebook friends with. Uh, I'll say his name because it can get edited out. But his name is. And I have been Facebook friends with this guy for a while, but I saw him posting. He teaches a, an astronomy class at a university in Southern Indiana. And he got like a bunch of different celebrity, like Star Trek actors to, uh, to record a well-wishing message for his students, um, who were graduating. And I was like, gosh, this guy seems like really like smart and interesting. And so I started Googling him and he like, has been nine counts of pedophilia. <laughs> no, 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 he's been like around the world and has like written seven books. And he's he's like taught classes about like Jewish religion and Christianity and astronomy and history and math and humanities. And he, he's just like this really, really like Renaissance man. And I was like, oh, if we ever have like a guest. I want to talk to the guy who's like taught religious studies and astronomy, like and is like a tenured professor professor at a university. 
Like it was just really yeah, interesting. You'd like great. us to have a guest who's far more impressive than any of us. I, I'm just I, like I love you guys, but this guy seems like a, a real fucking genius. I, I'd like to. I'd like to ask him. I'd like to ask him about uh, tonight's first topic. I seriously like. I mean, the the guy is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's we can edit this whole thing out. But I was just astonished when I googled this guy. Everything that he's done, he fucking studied in Oxford and like worked with Margaret Thatcher and shit. <laughs> like he's just a very like well lived. Like anyway. I have a I have a serious question though. Yeah, and that is, it's for Joe because I'm sure that he oh, knows okay. the answer to this question. How the fuck does a clown car actually work? Is there is there some magic <laughs> involved? Is it is it an illusion? Is there like uh why I'm like- a little I'm a little insulted that that's just, <laughs> that that's just, just for Joe. I'm almost certain that Joe knows the answer to this question. Like he's, he's, yeah, well, he's, he's researched I mean, it. Clown, at some cars, point. clown cars have been, uh, you know, they were invented by the Time Lords of Gallifrey uh, no. six billion years ago. No, no, no. And of course. The the inside of the clown car isn't actually inside of the clown car. <laughs> it's it's relative. I, I, I know the answer to this. Is it, do I know they the have, answer too. It's not that complicated. It's just, not. They just stuff themselves in there real tight. No, no. They're, well, yes, but no. Or there's a trap door. How does it work? No. Joe, do you want to take it? No, you're doing great. They so <laughs> they bas- they remove anything that is not absolutely necessary in order, like including the engine. Like if they, because you're talking about these clown cars are just like parts of the doing chassis. A, they're just doing a circle in like the big top. So like, they, so, it doesn't so they're even just need being, an engine. They're being pulled around by like pulleys. They yeah, don't have I'm an saying, engine. No, it's just, not, they're a, it's just not a normal car engine. They're flintstoning. I, <laughs> I, th- I think they're they, flintstoning. Sometimes they are. Really? It depends, it depends on the setup. But yes, they remove you, you everything go- that's not absolutely necessary for it to maintain the shape of a car and then they stuff mm-hmm. everyone in there so there literally are 30 people inside of this tiny yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i mean if you're a clown and you disagree with us email the mail hole <laughs> at a little nonsense dot mail hole dot com i'm, gonna, right, I'm gonna do an ask reddit clowns of reddit <laughs> who have participated in a clown car Please share your experiences. That sound- you get up inside that car? <laughs> that sounds like a gangbang. If you persist- participated in a clown car, <laughs> it's like a sexual position. <laughs> yeah, we did the yeah, clown it, car. It's, it's like a bukkake, but you have to spread... A you have to spread the cum. Yeah, you have to spread the cum evenly so it achieves a pancake makeup like uh, effect. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you have to uh put the the little the little red nose on and and that's how you make a clown car. Yeah, it stays real it stays on real easy with all the cum. <laughs> it does. It sticks right <laughs> on. Jesus it really Christ. seals it. Seals it and hardens as it dries. Oh god. <laughs> Then it starts flaking like dandruff. I don't know why this. I don't know why this popped into my head just now, but it did. I think it's because we were like hardening when it dries. I was thinking about amber, <laughs> which makes me think of Jurassic Park, which makes me think of uh, no DNA. <laughs> it don't. It makes me think of the, <laughs> the newest, the newest <laughs> Jurassic Park movie. I'm in your blood. <laughs> um, are you? Are you guys? Have we talked? I feel like we've talked about this before. Are you guys excited about the new one with Sam Deal and no. Laura Dern? They have the whole. <laughs> They had the whole cast back. 
I haven't been excited I, about a Jurassic Park movie since The Lost World. I'm but they have the whole cast back. I don't think I've been excited since 2003. <laughs> just about anything? <laughs> just, period. just about anything. <laughs> just I'm, in I, general. I haven't been excited since 1999 when they said that Y2K would destroy the world. <laughs> <laughs> I've been disappointed ever since. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I woke up on January 1st, 2001, <laughs> and, your uh, alarm, 2000 and, and your alarm was set for December 21st, <laughs> so you could snooze it all the way there. So they got, okay, so they got the whole cast back for yes, and the got, next Jurassic so they, World movie. And I mean, like, I like you can make a joke about dinosaurs because there's these old actors who are involved. Dinosaurs. Huh? <laughs> dinosaurs. But I, I really am the chemistry, like, I don't know, I'm. I'm a I'm a nostalgic uh, whore, I guess. Like I I love the idea of Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum in a room together, and there's some CG dinosaur, and they're just like, oh, there's a dinosaur, oh no, and like I'll, I'll that'll be the worth the price of admission for me. <laughs> have you guys? Okay, before before we continue on this, have you have you watched any of the making of the Mandalorian on the gallery yes. documentary series? Yeah. Did you yes. have you have you seen the volume the studio yes. that they use? Yes. Like, uh, goodbye are the days where you're acting in front of a green screen because it's like yeah, no, you're, it's fucking crazy. It's very you, impressive. You're talk. literally there now. I mean, it's amazing. It's really amazing. It's got to be so great for actors. I well, I I will say that when I was watching that, because okay, so for those who don't know what what we're talking about, they basically build a dome. Uh, of LCD screens that projects a photorealistic background so that actors can feel like they're in the desert or they're in a, a spaceship hangar or whatever. But they also, they, they also build <clears throat> set components that blend into the yes. background. So on the floor of the dome, they build practical uh, set decorations. But what, what struck me, though, is that this setup is the primary beneficiary of this technology is the camera itself. So that if you are shooting yeah. someone against this backdrop, the backdrop shifts so that however you're shooting it, however you move the camera, the backdrop is shifting appropriately. So that I would yeah, actually think... the camera exists in a, like a VR game environment, basically. Yeah, but, but yeah. so that though, to me, would actually present a major obstacle uh when acting because you're you're basically going to be distracted by hey the sky and the mountains behind the person i'm talking to is moving while i like <laughs> maybe, while maybe i'm talking little, to this guy maybe a little bit yeah is that more or less distracting than a, a green dude screen, yeah. in like a than a dude in a suit with like little rubber mocap balls. I honestly, exactly. I I I don't know, and I think there's an argument to be well, made I, either the way actors, because the actors have pretty much all said that it's better. Like they, they they've almost all said. Well, I feel okay, like but I'm they're really also there. on they're also on Disney payroll and like filming a docu series like made to market the show. But I, so I I do think there's like it is worth wondering like okay if it's a complete blank slate. And I just have to use my imagination. Is that better or worse than, oh, I can see the desert, but the desert is like wiggling back and forth while I'm trying to talk to this guy. Like, I can see it both ways for sure. I feel like 
admitting yeah. now that you have problems with it is going to keep you from getting a job on the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's the thing that'll keep me from getting a job on the Mandalorian. <laughs> I mean, you don't know that Favreau wasn't about to call you. Hey, I, I'd be happy to do it. I'm just saying that to ignore the fact that it could be an obstacle well, is... Uh, needless to say, though, I, I, I think that the you know these these older actors who who had struggled with acting in front of green screen would find it at least somewhat more grounding you know like there's something there now sure I, i'm, I, I'm I, in an yeah. environment uh, yeah i, I so i, I think can that, totally see that but i i don't know that they're using that technology anywhere other than disney though i don't know well, if it's, it's i i think it probably and this this is going to sound like really fucking uh, elitist or or whatever you want, but bear with me here. On this show, I, no, but, <laughs> I think not, sir. <laughs> but 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 bear with me because I like I'm really trying to consider it as an actor, as someone who has like been on set and done this with multiple cameras or a single camera, or whatever. And while I can absolutely see the benefit of yes, there's a background and I can see okay, I feel like I'm in my environment when you're like. W- the like Mike, you talk a lot about how story is very important and like character development. And I mean, Joe, you've talked about it too. But when you're watching a movie, mm-hmm. when you're watching two characters in a scene and they're talking to each other, what's really important is that connection between those two characters and that relationship. And you know, the background, whether it's a desert or mountains or whatever it is, that could be wonderful set dressing. But it doesn't really do much to move the movie forward. So as an actor, if I'm looking into the eyes of the person I'm in the scene with and I'm really trying to connect with them and really trying to make an honest moment, it could be distracting detrimentally to have the background wiggling back and forth versus if I'm just in a green screen environment because I'm just concentrating on the eyes of my, you know, co-performer. So, you so, heard it here, folks. Sean Keller believes that John Favreau and Dave Filoni have no idea what the fuck they're doing in <laughs> they, that industry. No, I, I, they, I, they hate actors. <laughs> I could see what you're. I, I understand what you're saying. I don't know what it's like actually being on the set because it could be less distracting than you think it is. I mean, I, I can't imagine that it would be any more distracting than live performance when people are moving out in the audience uh maybe maybe you notice but you know after you go after you've done more than two shows you kind of get used to it i i i think i think you can absolutely get used to it um and i don't know 100 percent, but but i do think that if you're watching if you have the audience over there joe and out of the corner of your eye but the audience is like I do. The shift. live studio audience is here in my <laughs> no, apartment. No, no, but no, but you're doing you're doing one of your improv shows. You're doing stand up, and the audience is there, and they start shifting as if like the most massive earthquake ever has happened. Like, I, I think it could be a little distracting when you're trying to have like a real honest connection with your other performer. Well, I think it's more like I mean it's they're more doing like- that anyway, just because of how much I've had to drink. <laughs> Actually, yes, that is more like it, where the where everything is moving because you've had too much to drink. Yeah, I don't think they deal with that too much. No, but I think I think it's I think it's like acting through a set change. It's more is more accurate. Yeah, yeah, you just have to get used to it. And I'm sure that if they say, okay, this is what's going to happen, they do a rehearsal, and yeah, the background's going to go back and forth and back and forth, 
and then you shoot it two, three, four takes, you know, by the fifth or sixth take, you're expecting it and you, you but figure gotta, out how to do it. You know, I also, I, uh, I have to add, it's not that the background is moving. It's the perspective that's changing. No, so, no, no. But, but if you're an actor on that set, the background is absolutely moving. No, it's, it's changing in that it's like, it's, it's stretching. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, like it's it's changing. You know it's how not... perspective works, Sean, right? <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Because I get what Mike is saying, but like Mike, don't be disingenuous. Like it is moving. Well, it's 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 morphing. It's not. Yes. I wouldn't say that it's so moving. It's, cha- it's changing. But you know, it's changing. But it's not. It's not like the what Sean, was what was behind you is in front of you now. Like that's well, not if what's you're happening. Sean, if Sean, you're talking to Joe, Sean, I'll... shut the fuck up. <laughs> Much like the infinite nature of the universe, I'm sure this is not as big a deal as you're making it out to be. (laughs) Well, either way. Joe, Joe, if you're talking to Mike and all of a sudden the background behind him starts, quote unquote, morphing, you're going to be a little distracted. You don't know that. I do know that. You don't know how I do. (laughs) I I totally know know how you do. Everything I've heard from the actors, and like you said, Sean, yes, a lot of it is is paid. It's all marketing, yeah. But it, it they they've it's been a very positive reception, and from what I've seen of it, it's just it looks amazing. It's like you actually are walking onto an alien planet when you're there. Like it just it it's kinda, really cool. It sets the mood. It sets the tone. It, it makes you feel. Gentlemen, the bell has been rung. Yeah. <laughs> COVID tests simply. Drive up to a testing station. One of our mass test administrators will gently drive a 14-inch cotton swab directly into your brain. That's too and you'll And you'll have your results in as little as 900 hours. And it's <laughs> 69% accurate. Amazing, right? So nice. you think you may have been exposed to COVID. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you, th- you think you may have been exposed to COVID. Stop by one of our tens of facilities to subject yourself (laughs) to the grisly test. Get an ambiguous answer after you've absolutely already exposed your entire family and all of your co-workers and friends, and even a bunch of strangers. COVID tests! That's it. That's the whole ad. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So, earlier, uh, I, I had a moment where I really wished that I was in a position to photograph somebody, uh, but I was driving and couldn't. I saw, I saw someone that I can only describe as fat Christopher Lee. Oh no. Oh really? How does that even work? When I say fat, like a fat, when I say fat Christopher Lee, I, yeah, it was Fat Saruman, but exactly like if 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 Christopher Lee had a twin identical twin brother who got real fat, that's who this guy was. He looked exactly like him. That's so weird. But real fat. It was so weird, and I wanted to take a picture, and I fucking couldn't because I was in a goddamn car. So you saw you saw him. He, as Aomer describes him. him, he walks here and there <laughs> as an old man, hooded and cloaked and obese. <laughs> he walked across Bryn Mawr. <laughs> Does it comfort you? Uh, 
<laughs> His jeans swayed in the breeze. He was wearing Ex- jeans. Extra large <laughs> Levi's. <laughs> they had a waist of 54, if one inch. <laughs> uh. Does that comfort you? <laughs> hey, 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 guys, you have to give me a second. I'll keep this on the call. But I need to call our uh, Postmates driver because they they forgot stuff. Cool. Time for another beer. Uh, okay. So so stand by. Please dial the extension of the party you are trying to. No, I will not dial an extension. You fucking. It said please. Texting them now. We're missing food. I'm gonna try calling again. Dial the extension of the party you are trying to reach, followed by the pound sign. I'm going to type one and the pound sign. We are sorry. Your call could not be completed. God damn it. All right, Ann. What they, number are you calling? Well, it's they, so they texted me saying, hey, I'm your Postmates driver. Uh, there's a little bit of a delay. Okay, great. Okay, so we texted. Uh, and now it's saying the message was not delivered. Because, like, after a Postmates order is completed, apparently they just sever uh-huh. all connection. And you're just not allowed to get back in contact with them. I think you have to contact Postmates, and then they... <clears throat> yeah, that certainly seems to be the case. Is this uh, something that that you need to be doing right now? <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Mike... Yes. Is this uh, that's uh, a really there's a really shitty question? <laughs> <laughs> why why I mean, is that? I, I, I mean, I'm, yes. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> but do you need to be doing it right now? You, <laughs> you? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Hang on, I'm calling them right now. All right. And th- this is part of the podcast, so... Hey, Postmates. You are contacting Postmates. If you are a Postmates merchant, please press 1. Not a merchant. If you are a member of our Postmates fleet, please press 2. Not in the fleet. If you are a Postmates customer, please press 3. Oh, I'm pressing that one. Thank you for... Why is 3 the if last... Oh, why why is the customer the last option? Delivery, Please press 1. Because no one ever calls. Thank you for calling. Your estimated wait time is 95 minutes. That's way too long. <laughs> That's going to make it. That's going to make it out of the podcast for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're not hungry. Jesus Christ.
gotta hang up. You can't. Yeah, I just hung up. That's, that's way too long. Oh shit. <laughs> oh god! Um, <laughs> my my, I, I, I my don't stomach hurts from laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm surprised I that don't. Uh, they don't they don't just have this the typical like uh, we're experiencing higher than normal call volume. <laughs> there, is, there is there is not a funnier there's not a funnier numerical amount <laughs> than what they just gave us. <laughs> Most movies in the time it would take something. Your current wait one. time is infinity minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Okay. <laughs> now that I've been sobbing, crying, laughing. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. You know what? Whatever whatever seemingly bullshit tasks you need to perform on the podcast going forward, Sean, you just you, gotta, you just go right ahead <laughs> you and do green them. Light. <laughs> you, uh, you got a you got a permanent thumbs up. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh god. I can't believe I can't believe that. That is, uh, I'll tell you what, Postmates will never be a sponsor of A Little Nonsense. What the fuck even is Postmates? What is that? It's the same as, like, Grubhub. It's, a, it's the same thing. It's is a it, ride-sharing is, is it the same, Sean? Is it the yeah, same? Well, I mean... It's it's a competitor. <laughs> it, is, it is a competitor. It was a competitor. We Holy should, uh, We should shit. try to... We should try to call Grubhub right now. Yeah, how quickly can you get someone on the phone at Grubhub? <laughs> That'd be a great uh, exercise. That sure would be. Boy, that would be interesting to get that, to do that one. That would oh be... God. It would be amazing if Grubhub was a sponsor. We called them after <laughs> that, and then... And it's instantaneous. Like, huh, we got someone on the phone right away. Uh, oh, God, that's funny. God damn, oh, that was funny. <laughs> mm. Well, I I'm sorry about your food. I don't know. I mean, what are you <laughs> gonna do? What are you? <laughs> nah, well, I I just put in a in an online inquiry or an that, online uh, saying, hey, I never received these items. That's gonna uh, take so, just as long. <laughs> yeah, so they'll, they'll probably you know they'll probably like put a temporary credit on the credit card for three days and then. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of courtrooms in in Kentucky right now that are willing and eager to hear cases from people who didn't receive their coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm optimistic. Please tell me that this was actually just you trying to get your coleslaw, and you 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 got you had you got the rest of the food, but you didn't get the coleslaw. And that's why. Well, well, so hang on. So, so here's here's an interesting question. So, apparently, what was missing from the order was fries and coleslaw. So we ordered 
a $15, you know, 10 traditional wings, a $25 boneless and traditional combo that comes with fries and coleslaw. Uh, and the $25 thing that comes with fries and coleslaw did not come with fries and coleslaw. So after like delivery fees and everything else, the whole order comes out to like $66, which is like a lot of money. Like that's a lot of money. That's like, Hey, let's go have a date night. Um, so, so when it's that much money, we're like, holy shit. Like that's two sides. Like they basically just said, Hey, the only two sides you purchased we didn't give you and we still charged you for it. So that's way more to me invasive than if we spent like $20 and they didn't give us our side of like our little ramekin of coleslaw. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, oh, yeah. It's all I get relative, it. I'm sure. But, but isn't it the restaurant's fault though? I don't care whose fault. I mean, like, who do we like? What do we do? Because no, if I'm I call is, the wouldn't restaurant, it be, wouldn't it be easier to call the restaurant and get them well, to follow? But so if I call, if I call the restaurant, what they're gonna say is, "Oh, well, you have to contact your Postmates driver." Could, well, Sean didn't place the order with the restaurant. He placed it with Postmates, right. who ordered it from the so, restaurant. So, so I they see. will tell you, mm-hmm. "Hey, you mm-hmm. have to contact mm-hmm. that place that you ordered it from." And so you say, "Yeah, I did." Yeah, and then they say, "Oh yeah, well we we can't help you. It's through the, you have to contact Postmates." Yeah, I guess I guess you're just screwed. And then they say, "Our current wait time is one thousand minutes." <laughs> <laughs> Next time, uh, just use Grubhub. That's all I can tell you. Well, just, I've, uh, I've used Grubhub before. It's the same thing, though. It's the same shitty. It's all the drivers are all the same. People. It's all it's all They're terrible. All, yeah, it's all it's just all terrible. I've actually never had an issue with any of it. I I use it all the time. I we've had I've issues only every had, time. I've only we've had issue. I've only had issues when I've left Chicago and used the service. Yeah, every which time. Was, uh, really, just around Sean, I've had problems ah, in, in Louisville, Louisville yeah. and yeah. Uh, Cincinnati. I've never every had issues single here. time we've ordered. We've had problems. Yeah, I, I I've probably spent like uh, at least a thousand dollars on it and never had any issues. Tonight, tonight, yes, I ordered uh, <laughs> just uh, yeah. nothing had but the, foie gras for eighty-five people. Tonight. <laughs> I had the wagyu beef and uh, current wait time four thousand minutes. <laughs> You know what? You probably should have left the line open just so we could have that hold music going in the background. <laughs> I can call him again. Let's see what the let's see what the wait time is now. Oh god, that was so funny. Thank you for contacting Postmates. Three. If you are a Postmates merchant, <laughs> yeah, it's three. Press one. Can just push, if press you are three. A of our Postmates fleet, please press just, two. Just press three. If you are a Postmates why are you going through it? Just press three. I think Sean died. I think, oh, there he is. If you require live order support on a current delivery, please press one. All right, one. If you need assistance, thank you for calling. Your estimated wait time is 81 minutes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe, maybe they, maybe they, uh, maybe they cued your number. And training purposes. 81 minutes. 
just to talk to someone was, to be like, about, hey, they four, forgot my goal. minutes ago, so it's so convenient. You're advancing in real time. Okay, but but 81 minutes just to be like, hey, they forgot my coleslaw. Okay, and what is your name? <laughs> and what is your last name? And your email address? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And where you like? And then what? they're like, they call you back. Mm, they didn't forget your coleslaw. Yeah. Right. Nope. Yeah. You must have it eaten was, it, it, you it, tubby fuck. It was there. It was there. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was there. <laughs> no, yeah. Our, our it was quantum there. computers show it as being there existing, so. Our driver, Clark, says it was there, so it was there. <laughs> Clark's been here for ooh, four days now, so we, we pretty much trust <laughs> he's him. Very he's good. A he's very good. He's a veteran. He's Clark, Clark's the best. He's a veteran. <laughs> of, if you say if you say veteran instead of veteran, then you know they're full of shit. <laughs> he's he's a he's a veteran. Oh, okay. Well, well, then you're a liar. I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why that's true. Liarer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clark only has seven felonies. He's uh, one of our cleanest guys. Yeah, he's only fucked like. Four children. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> why? Why does it always go there? <clears throat> Current wait time, 9,000 minutes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's funny. That's funny. Funny guy. Current wait time, 45,000 hours. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> it, says, it says good luck. <laughs> good luck, human. <laughs> good luck, you human scum. Oh my god. Uh, nice Omega Virus reference. I love it. <coughs> I still want to make Classic. an Omega Virus movie one of these days. Yeah, one of with, these days. With Christopher Walken as the Omega Virus. Wow. <laughs> no one hey, else could be the Omega I'm Virus. The Omega Virus. Wow. <laughs> 30 you minutes remaining. <laughs> you human <laughs> scum. <laughs> Your Lyft driver will be there in 95 minutes. <laughs> Vin Diesel as Blue Commander. <laughs> Fat Christopher Lee as Red Droid. Wait, I thought you were doing an ad. <laughs> as Red Red Probe found. Yeah, Red Probe. <laughs> that Christopher Lee as Red Probe. What is what is happening? I thought we I'm were sorry, doing that. Sean, have you have you not seen have you never played Omega Virus? No. What, it's a, what is that? It's a, it's a board game. It's a board game from the nineties. It's fantastic. You're you're a board game from the nineties. I I still own it and we should we should I, all I am play mystified it that having been friends with Mike as long as you have you never played Omega Virus. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, is it a game that three people can play? Four people, yes. Absolutely. Well, then when when uh, Mike and Maria come to Louisville and Joe when you come along cuz you'll be there with them, then we can play Omega Virus. No, I won't. 
<laughs> I tried. Uh, yeah, you did. I'm afraid Joe won't be there when your w- friends won't arrive. Won't be fully operational <laughs> when your friends arrive. <laughs> All right, well, we'll have to try that. We'll we'll play that game. It's a great game. It's and great. we'll call we'll call. Uh, the uh, Grubhub support line and see what happens first. <laughs> Whether we win the Omega Virus game first or they actually answer. Postmates. Yeah, that that too. Okay. Well, I think the longest setting on the Omega Virus is 30 minutes. Yeah, it is a timed game. Okay, I'm calling it there. That is our episode. And with a score of two, I am this week's loser. Oh my god! Joe, what what did you do? I know, I really, I really shit the bed on this one. Jesus Christ! Joe, wait but time for the biggest loser. 4,000 minutes. <laughs> I didn't... Okay. Uh, I am and shall continue to remain Joe Morical. I'm Sean Keller, and uh, it's going to be about another 9,000 minutes until you hear how I'm doing. Negatron found. <laughs> Decoder. Two, two, found. zero. <laughs> Decoder. Coder. I barely know her. <laughs> I'm Mike Pareto. Have a great week. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Folly with your wisdom, and you could be jolly. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. Thank you for calling. Your estimated wait time is 95 minutes. <laughs> 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 that's that's right. way too long. <laughs>